Same podcast, new episode, same host. Uh, welcome back. You know, but if this is your first time tuning in, I'd like to welcome you all to a brand new installment of podcast about nothing. I'm your host, the Apex. Um, yeah, so, you know, this is the, this is the part where I talk y'all ear off real quick, you know what I'm saying, trying to give y'all up on, um, what this episode is going to be about, I guess you could say. Um, <clears throat> so, I'm going to talk about, I'm going to talk about, um, the, the uh, Dave Chappelle stand-up uh, Sticks and Stones. Uh, I'm going to talk about um, this pull-up that Joe Button did with uh, YB and Corday. I did an album review for YB and Corday's album, uh, The Lost Boys. So go back and tune in and watch that. Uh, I'm trying to set up a couple interviews for this weekend coming up. I'm going to just try and, first and foremost, I'd like to um, wish everybody or and hope for everyone that your Labor Day weekend is going great. Today's Today is Labor Day. I don't know if I should say Happy Labor Day or whatever. I don't know. Rent's due. Make sure you pay your rent. Um, yeah, I hope everybody's been having a safe Labor Day weekend. If you went out of town, you got drunk. Hope, you know what I'm saying, you protected yourself. Make sure you took care of yourself. Get ready for the work week. You know what I'm saying? We got a shortened work week now, you know, out of four days now. Enjoy that. Um, yeah, man, make sure you paid your rent. Make sure you took care of your responsibilities before going out of town and partying and traveling and gambling or whatever you may have done. Take, take care of your responsibilities. That's the first in the month. Um, dang, what else? Okay, yeah, so, I'm talking about the, uh, Sticks and Stones stand-up by Dave Chappelle. I'm talking about this pull-up that, that Joe Budden had with YB and Corday. Um, yeah, you, you know, I may, I may touch on some other things as well, but, um, dang, is that it? Oh, I'm, I'm gonna also talk about, um, I might make it my song of the day uh, tomorrow, and, uh, I'm, I'm gonna try to make a poll today about what song of the day should I make for Labor Day, if you got any ideas, you know what I'm saying, but by the time y'all hear this, it'll be Labor Day, by the time you hear this, but, um, yeah, so if you, if you got any, I mean, I mean, even throughout the week, you know what I'm saying, I try to post a song of the day every day, um, I think I I may have missed a couple days before, but I don't know. But I try to post a song of the day every day. If you got any ideas, you know what I'm saying, hit your boy up. Be like, hey, yo. I mean, I might, I might pick it. I might not. I don't know. Um, I've been working on a couple things, you know what I'm saying, trying to get some merchandise out. Uh, I'm Like, it's that's a process, man. That's tough. But I'm going to work on that, get some things to sell, try to, try to push myself and Trying to continue, you know what I'm saying? Because it's Labor Day. It's three days, man. Like, I'm trying to, um, I'm still working. You know what I mean? Like, I'm still recording. Uh, I'm going to try to record two episodes today and get them out to y'all within, within, um, without amount of time. And 
I know I, my scheduling, um, you know, Fridays, Saturdays, and Mondays and everything like that. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna rock this thing. I like to thank everybody that's been that's been rolling with me for as long as you have been. Thanks for all the support. Thanks for all the love. Thanks for all the criticism. Um, thanks for all the kind words. I, I appreciate all of it. But um Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so let's just get right into it. Let's get right into it. Now I can't let this episode finish without telling you all about the greatest, tastiest, hottest hot sauce in the hot sauce game. They chose us hot sauce. And you can take my word for it. They sent me two free bottles so I can have a little taste. It's the hottest out there. It's the hottest out there. And if you're really into spicy foods, pick up some Lechosa's hot sauce. That's L-E-C-H-O-S-A-S hot sauce. You can find their website on www.lechosashotsauce.com. Follow them on Instagram at Lechosa's hot sauce. Again, it's www.lechosashotsauce.com. Pick up a bottle and let them know that podcast about nothing sent you. All right, so the Sticks and Stones stand-up by Dave Chappelle was hilarious. Uh, he told a joke about, um, he called him Juicy Smollier, a French actor. That was hilarious, dog. That was hilarious. Uh, but, yeah, he told a, a Jesse uh, uh, Smollett, Smollett joke. That was funny. Uh, he was basically, he basically, so the joke, how to, I, I ain't gonna tell y'all the joke. I ain't gonna tell y'all the joke. If you, if you have Netflix, go and watch the stand-up. It's hilarious. Um, you can't be super sensitive with it, though. Like, if you, because he's gonna touch on, like, LGBTQ community. He's gonna touch on abortion. He's gonna touch on, um, the Jesse stuff, the R. Kelly stuff. He's gonna touch on suicide. And I I I have family members that are like of the gay community. I have had family members commit suicide. But at the end of the day, I you know what I'm saying? It's, it's really jokes. And that's the job of a comedian is to take things that people find offensive, take things that people find have serious, um, serious, uh, dang, I, I have the word and then I lost it. Have serious convictions or uh, uh, have serious convictions about, and to play devil's advocate to make you see the other side to find the humor in in any and everything. That's the job of a comedian. Dave Chappelle nailed it. So if you got Netflix, uh, if you got Netflix, <clears throat> go watch the stand up. It's Labor Day. The 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 special came out I think last week. You know what I'm saying? So you had a three-day weekend. Go watch it. Go watch it. It's hilarious. The stand-up is hilarious. Um, I remember even um, I was watching uh, uh, Celebrities in Cars Getting Coffee. That's Jerry Seinfeld's um, Netflix original show. And he has an episode with Eddie Murphy, which is Really good. I suggest that y'all go watch that as well. Watch the whole show. 
Because there's a there's a couple people he had no comedians in cars getting coffee. That's the name of the show, and he did an episode with Ellen DeGeneres that was really good too. But the episode he did with Eddie Murphy, um, uh, Jerry Seinfeld, they they they're they're talking with each other about how making jokes on things that people find really like taboo and real sensitive. To, to get them to find the humor in things and not take yourself so serious. Because no matter how you feel about something, if you drop off tomorrow, if you die tomorrow, whoa. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like don't take things too seriously. Learn to look at things and, and find humor in it. Find ways to laugh at it. I mean, because like, I mean, there's been 9-11 jokes made. There's been slavery jokes made. At some point, you get you have to take you have to not take things too like there's there's a window in when you can laugh at something. There's a window. Uh, I'm not entirely sure my brother and I know that window yet, but you you can find humor in anything. You can find a way to laugh at anything. Um. And I feel like that helps people get through things. That helps people get over things. That's the job of a comedian. It's to find the humor in any and every situation. Jerry Seinfeld, on the episode with Eddie Murphy, he said, he made a joke about how someone, some some actor had passed away. He was like in his 70s or whatever. And Jerry Seinfeld said, ah, it's about time. What did he say? Oh, he had said, ah, we had enough of him by now anyway. It was something like that. And people laughed. Because it's, it's, ex- and the, and the, what makes a comedian a comedian is finding, is the execution of it all. It's the execution. Sometimes someone can relay a joke and it doesn't deliver as well as the comedian does. And not all comedians have that luxury. Not all comedians have that talent. Not everyone has that talent. You know, in relaying a joke and making it funny. Some people can make original content funny. You know what I'm saying? But sometimes hearing it, you know, by third person, sometimes it's just not as good. But go go watch the uh, Dave Chappelle. I'm not gonna get into it because I want y'all to go watch it, and I don't want to like give his jokes away. And and now you feel like you can't, you don't have to go watch it. Now you feel now Dave Chappelle got to sue me because I basically gave his. uh... Anyway, go watch the Six and Stone. I'm gonna watch his other um, stand ups today, actually, and to, and tomorrow. I'm gonna, I'm gonna watch his uh, stand ups, man. They Chappelle's funny. I know I was kind of nervous watching it. I'm like, man, what if he not as, you know what I'm saying? Because it's been a long time since I've seen a Dave Chappelle stand up. It's been a long time. Like, I've seen, like, clips or whatever, but it's been a long time since I saw his stand up. And, um, yeah, so I, I remember watching it. And I'm thinking to myself, like, dog, I hope he doesn't, like, bomb this. I'm nervous. Chappelle's one of my favorite comedians, and oh, he killed. He 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 touched on um, Louis C.K. situation with the Me Too movement. 
he talked about how the Me Too movement, how he was right about it, and how people are trying to take the right of abortion away. He made a couple of jokes with that. Yeah, go watch the stand-up. Go watch the stand-up. It's the the setups that leads from one like the transitions is man, it's it's masterful to be honest. Like I kind of feel like with Dave Chappelle this era feels the way about Dave Chappelle the way back in the 70s they felt about Richard Pryor. Like, it's just the perfect of execution. Like, it's just everything lines up well. I feel like comedians today look up to Dave Chappelle. Jerry Seinfeld was like back in the 90s and stuff like that. Uh, He kind of stepped back because he's a billionaire, so he, he stepped back. But Chappelle, man, he he murks it every time he's on stage. I'm gonna watch his two other standups too, though. But yeah, he 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 killed, he killed. Um, also, um, yeah, just go go watch the standup. Just go watch it. Just go watch it. And so I was watching the um pull up episode, season two, episode nine of the pull up. Joe Budden was interviewing uh YB and Corday. And like I said, I did his album review. And um go listen to the album Lost Boys. That's that's a fan that's a great album. Like it really is. Like it's in my top five favorite albums of the year so far. You know, we still got I mean, cause at some point, you know what I'm saying, you gotta cut off. Like I think if an album comes out in November. You can count that for 2020. You know what I'm saying? Like, if an album comes out late November, late November is basically November 20th. You can count that as the following year, I feel like. Like, man, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's only like six weeks left in the year. Like, yeah, count that for the next year. But that's one of my top five favorite albums. I'm going to go, I'm going to make a list. At the end of the year, for my top eight, my top favorite albums of the year, I'm gonna do that. Uh, but yeah, so during this pull up episode, I didn't even get a chance to finish it yet. But they started talking about, well, he started speaking on depression that college students go through while in school because some of them don't have the luxury of like. Oh, I got a full ride scholarship and everything like that. I had to take long like he had to take loans out. He said he worked like two or three jobs while he was in school. He dropped out after two years. I went to um to get my associate's degree. So I went to I went to a community college in Texas. And um like, well, that's how it started. Anyway, it's not about me. So, uh, YBN, um, went to a school in DC, in Maryland, and he, uh, he spoke about depression that college students go through 
And Joe Budden didn't graduate high school, so he was just listening. Like, okay, you know, tell me more or whatever. And YBN was like, yeah, man, like, having to, like, figure out where you're... Ne- because if you don't come from a wealthy family, you kind of, when you're on your own, your parents, when you don't come from a wealthy family, your fam- your your parents see that as, okay, you're on your own now, do your own thing. Because maybe they didn't go to college, but... At that moment, you need all the help you can get when you're in college. Every penny matters, and you learn what it means to be on your own when, when you're in school. And he, he spoke on, like, not having the money to eat and not having the money to go out and do things and hang out with friends or whatever. So they'll just hang out in the dorm room, which I feel like a lot of college students do. Um but I feel like that's something that you don't, that a lot of people don't talk about because a lot of people see as going to college as a luxury when really it's kind of the norm. Going Like going to school, like going to college, kind of like it still means something, but eventually it's not. I feel like going to school right now means something. But as but I mean like even now like with some with some jobs that you're only making thirty five thousand a year, you need a bachelor's degree in. For thirty five grand? How am I paying back my degree with thirty five thousand a year? And I still have other bills to pay. But I think that that's that it's become a norm. Oh, that's crazy. It's a hummingbird outside my window. Anyway, um, yeah, I kind of feel like that's just the, like, it's becoming the norm to go to college after high school. Like, that's just something that people do now, you know, and he was saying that he felt like he had to because his family told him you kind of, you, like, why stop now type thing. But it is depressing. I remember crying one time because I just felt so overwhelmed, uh, like for like having football practice to go to, having class, and then not having any uh, money. And then when you play football in college, when you play a sport in college, you can't you're you're not you can't work. You can't go to work because of NCAA rules. So you're not allowed to work. That was one reason why I was like, dog, this is it's a scam going to college almost. But I'm not trying to, to um derail anyone that's that might be in school or someone that's thinking about going someone that's thinking about going back. It's just I kind of look at college as kind of going to daycare. I didn't really learn much book wise. I mean I, I learned a couple things. You know, uh, going for criminal justice, minored in psychology. I learned a couple things, but it did ho- open my eyes to how networking works. And networking is important when you're in school. And he just spoke about how, how depressing it can be when you are a college kid with no money. You're trying to work all these jobs because you need money. And then you're thinking about all the 
how much underwater you're going to be when you when you leave college, whether you graduate or you drop out. Sally Mae's still going to want theirs. They don't care if you finish or not. You got to pay us. Um, you know what I'm saying? Some people do the financial aid hustle where when you uh, take out grants or when you take out a loan and then you you get some of that money that's back, like you get some of that money back, kids don't understand that you should let that money sit until, you know what I'm saying, your next year, then you can use that money to go towards your loan. Nah, man, I'm starving now. I'm hungry now. I can go buy some Jordans. Like, I remember one time I had got a take back for like $1,100. I was like, here, right to the Nike outlet, right to the Nike outlet. And it was gone in like two days. Didn't bother going grocery shopping. But that's just what it is, like being 19 or something like that on your own. No one telling you what, how to be financially responsible because we weren't really taught that growing up. You weren't necessarily taught how to file taxes, how to write out a check, uh, the importance of of uh, investments. We didn't we didn't learn any of that, and I feel like that's something that should be taught in high school because. How important is college, though, to be honest? Like, with all this money out here, you can, especially with the internet, dog, you can't become a millionaire just from being a YouTuber. I'm not about to sit in no classroom, but again, that was me. Like, that was me. Like, college wasn't for me. Like, I feel like I, I, looking back, I feel like I didn't need it. I'm not a cop. I'm not a therapist. I'm not a psychiatrist. I don't do anything that I went to school for. Like, I do none of that. I'm doing something completely different. Like, so I kind of feel like going to school isn't for everybody, but I do feel like going to school is important for everyone. And I don't know, man. It's it's kind of a toss-up because depending on what you want to do in life, yeah, you need that extra college knowledge and everything like that but at the end of the day when you get a new job do they or do they not train you when you get there that's why i'm saying like i don't i don't know i I feel like it's important for everyone to get that type of experience just like working in retail it's important for everyone to get that type of experience working in retail and i work in retail it's important you learn how to be polite to people when you work retail and you learn how mean or how much of a jerk people are to people who work retail. Like, fam, my job is just to get the clothes for you, bro, and ring you up. Why are you yelling at me? Like, I don't get it, but I don't know. The um the um the interview was pretty the the, the interview was great though. Like uh go on YouTube, type in pull up season two, episode nine. You're gonna see, or just go to Joe Button. Joe Budden TV on YouTube for the uh, for the channel. Um, at the time of me recording this, he put the episode out four hours ago. At the time I recorded this, so um, this is not an ad for the Joe Budden TV <laughs> YouTube channel, by the way. Um, but yeah, I haven't finished it yet. It's like it's an hour long. I'm, I'm halfway through, exactly halfway through. Uh, I'm, I'm I'm gonna finish it, but. Yeah, from from right now, and then plus, 
I respect Robbie and Corday rapping ability. So that was another reason why I watched it. Like he, he's a 21 year old, and I thought these 2,000 kids are nuts. These 2,000 kids are crazy. But I mean, he's come from a different cloth, so I, I respect him. So that's what, and I, I like his his album. I respect his rapping ability. So I was like, yeah, all right, boom, let me watch it. And then I, I watched the Joe Budden podcast. So that was another reason why I watched it. You know what I'm saying? So go 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 watch it. I mean, like 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 I like I said, bro. Like we got another two days of work off. So like spend them wisely, relax, chill out, watch some good TV. Um, yeah, and, and watch the you know what I'm saying, Dave Chappelle stand up. Watch the pull up episode. Kick back, relax. You know what I'm saying? Enjoy your days off. But it, it was a lot of prolific things being said on both of the stand-up and the pull-up. I don't want to give too much away because I do want y'all to go watch it. And then we can have a, even a conversation in the conversation, you know. About nothing, Nation. Let me get your attention before I let this episode finish and tell you all about what occasion. What occasion is a travel agency slash party planning committee owned by my cousin, my family, Tamara. Now, you can go follow What Occasion on Instagram at What Occasion, all one word. If you have plans on planning on a birthday party for your 21st, a quinceañera, or you want to take a trip to the Bahamas, make sure you go with What Occasion, because no matter what the occasion, go with What Occasion. Also, Pussy T featuring... Um, Oh man, what's her name? Oh, let me look. Lauren Hill. I'm so slow. Pusha T featuring Lauren Hill. Uh, Pusha dropped a um, he dropped a song. And uh, uh, man, what is it called? What is it called? Let me see. I don't have it right on me right away. Let me see. It's called Coming Home. Featuring Lauren Hill. I don't know why we call her Miss Lauren Hill. I don't know why we do that. And I don't know why Pusha will call her Miss Lauren Hill. They're about the same age. Anyway, um, yeah, is is Pusha T featuring Lauren Hill? Lauren sounds great. Lauren sounds great on this song. Like, I, I kind of feel like Pusha doesn't get get the respect that he deserves, and not for beating Drake in a rap beef, like not for out rapping Drake, but like Pusha be killing it. Like I honestly haven't really started listening to Push until about uh, I'll say five years ago. I mean, I already know, you know, so I knew the song "Grinding," you know, with the clips or whatever, but. Um, yeah, I, I'll say about five, six years ago is when I really started, like, listening to Push a bit. But then I really, really started listening to Push about three years ago. And I guess I didn't really pick up on the fact, or maybe I just didn't care, about the fact that he and Lil Wayne was beefing and then Rick Ross had an issue with Birdman. I don't know the tie-in there, and then Kanye had his beef with Drake, and then we, we we know we know what happened last summer. We know we know what was up. Um, 
Yeah, like, Push be flowing. If y- y'all should go listen to the song uh, Coming Home, Push a T featuring Lauren Hill. It came out like three or four days ago. Uh, go listen to that. That that song is it's it's real. Um, I can hear it on a soundtrack for a movie. Like, like uh, what type of movie am I thinking of? Like, oh no, just just a soundtrack for like a like a all black cast type movie. I can see this song being ordered. Something like um, Coach Carter. I don't know if y'all remember that movie, Coach Carter. This sounds like this song sounds like it could be on a soundtrack for a movie like that. That's what this sounds like. Um, but and maybe maybe it is gonna be on a soundtrack because it did kind of just come out of nowhere. But I really like it though. It's called Coming Home, Pusha T, Lauren Hill. I really like it. That I really like it a lot. I might make that. I might actually make that song the other day for me on Monday. Um, but yeah, so he virtually what the song was about was about, um, some drug dealers who, not even drug dealers, cause that, that puts a bad connotation on it, but like for people in the hood who lost their lives, just trying to make a way. That's what, that's what the track was about. And I really like it. Like I'm not gonna do a deep dive into it because again, I want y'all to go listen to it. So I'm not gonna do a deep a deep dive into it. But um yeah, it was it was a real dope track. It was a really dope track. Like it was something I would go back and listen to again. Like it was really dope. Lauren Hill had her um solo part. I wouldn't say she had a verse, but like she did the hook. And then she had like a quick little like six bars that she got off. Uh, she still sounds great. Like, I understand that she kind of fell on rough times, like, a few years ago, and she relates to her shows or whatever, but, uh, she still sounds great, though. Like, uh, it's, like, she sounded like the miseducation, Lauren Hill. Like, it's, it's still, like, she sounds great on there. Um, yeah, so I'm guessing Pusha going out. And then Pusha's album that he had, where uh the album cover was Whitney Houston's bathroom. What the name of that album? I feel like it's a drug reference, but I don't remember. But I'm man, I feel like listening to that album now. Now that I think about it. Um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. So go listen to that track. Go listen to it. Coming home, Push a T featuring Lauren Hill. Um, uh, yeah, go go listen to that. Um, there was some things I was going to talk about. I'm going to wait for my next episode to talk about it, though. But there's a couple things I want to talk about. But at the end of the day, man, I like to that I'm going to dedicate this last like couple minutes to everyone that's been listening to my podcast. Um, I know there's times where I can become inconsistent. There's times where it's like, dang, he didn't even drop an episode this week, or dang, he missed a day, or something like that. Um, sometimes I just need a day to not record so that way I can like regroup because it's just like going to work. Although I do enjoy, I I enjoy creating my episodes, but there's times where it's like, I can be a little bit burnt out because, you know, I have like raising my son, going to work and everything like that. 
I could be a bit burnt out. And sometimes I just, I don't have the opportunity that week to get to record an episode or something. But I like to thank everybody for being there through my inconsistencies, through my consistency, through me trying to grow, to me trying to expand, to me expressing my ideas that I have that I want to accomplish and everything like that. I like to thank everybody for being there, for holding it down, for passing the word out, for getting people to tune in, for getting people to listen, whether you listen to one episode or you've listened to all hundred and some odd episodes that I've created. I'd like to thank you all. This means a lot, whether you drop criticism or it's praise, I'd like to thank you. I'd like to thank, you know what I'm saying, my sponsors for being here. And no, this isn't like me signing off, like, oh, this is my last episode, nothing like that. I just want to take the time out to thank people, man, because I feel like people don't get their flowers while they can still smell them. And I feel like I've grown. I feel like I've come a long way. I started recording last year, two years ago. Wow. Um, I feel like it's come a long way. And I feel like I haven't even begun to scratch the surface. Like, I'm still not anywhere near halfway of where I can be. And... To, to the OG listeners, to, to, to the new listeners that I gain every episode, it seems like I like to thank everybody. That means a lot to me. Thank you for getting the word out. Thank you for, you know, posting me on your Instagram or on Snapchat, shouting me out on Twitter and all that. Thank you. I appreciate all of it. Um, and I'm going to continue to do this for myself. I'm going to continue to do this for my family. And I'm going to continue to do this for you all listening to. This has been another episode of Podcast About Nothing. I'm trying to sign off before I get too sappy. This has been another episode of Podcast About Nothing. I've been your host, The Apex. And until next time, mind your business, count your blessings. Don't be bitter, be better. Peace.